0: Now we've got a really special guest today. His name's Justin Flora. So I'm on a mission. Social media privacy bond. I'm gonna find entrepreneurs that <laughs> i Who are disrupting their industries. I'm looking for game changers. What does it really take to succeed? Welcome to Disruptors. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Okay, I appreciate that. So listen, man, I mean, you've done something really great. I mean, for, from, from being able to take your business from nothing, I mean, just an idea, to seven figures in just a few years, I mean, that's really incredible. How did you get the idea for your business?
1: So, um, Uncle actually has a painting company along with his two brothers and father um, about an hour north of here. And uh, started out, I was about 15 years old and uh, started painting with him and did it as a summer job. And uh, did it through college and decided once I finished college that wanted to be an entrepreneur and do our own thing. And uh, so decided you know how to do a painting company. And so decided to start a painting company and um, yeah that's how we got the idea you
0: know that's interesting man. I know a lot of people are very good at what they do and a lot of people would like to go out and do something on their own but the problem is they lack the capital they lack the resources to be able to do it I think what a lot of uh, entry-level business people or you know want to be entrepreneurs you know we all started off as one of the entrepreneurs at one point but I think a lot of people who are just now getting started they don't know how to raise capital and you know it's really impressive. I see what you have now. You know, I, see, I saw you pull up in that nice big truck, and you live in a big mansion. You know, like we see what you have now. But like, how did you get started? Like, how did you raise the capital to get started?
1: Well, thankfully, with us being in you know the painting industry, we didn't necessarily have to have a lot of capital. You know, you go out, you buy a few ladders, buy some drops. You know, throw stuff in the back of your truck, and you know you've kind of got a painting company. So um, with us, we just you know once we got a few jobs under our belt you know we were smart with our money and we put away some to you know start growing and building the business Um, and then also obviously you know a little left over to put in our pockets so um, again with us it was it was fairly easy for us to start out with little capital Um, but in order to grow to a seven-figure business you know we had to be really smart with our money and you know obviously make the right hiring um, and hire the right people and get them in place. So um, that's that's how we were able to kind of scale pretty quickly, is just being smart with our money and not, because I could have paid myself a lot more, but probably wouldn't be where I'm at today with the business if I would have done that, so.
0: Yeah, I understand. I I feel like a lot of people treat the business money as their money. Mm -hmm. And when the money, you know, when the business starts making a little bit of money, you know, they say, well, that's my money, I'm gonna keep it for myself. But I think, really, whenever you need to scale your business, you need to reinvest that money into you know, ca- you know, assets that can help you generate more income. And I, one thing I've always said, too, is like, I, I see that there are a lot of different painting companies out there, or you know, a lot of people go out there and they'll paint on their own, and they're kind of self-employed business owner, and that's great. But see, I think to get to seven figures, you can't do that on your own. You have to build out a team. You have to create processes and procedures. You, know, you have to have procedures and processes in place to be able to you know, work more efficiently. That way you can do a larger volume of work. Can you share more details about how you were able to do that in your business and how you were able to essentially replace yourself? I know that you're still working in the business, but essentially replace a lot of, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs wear a lot of different hats. How were you able to replace a lot of those different hats um, in your business and create the procedures and processes so that you could take on more volume?
1: Yeah, so. The big thing is to document those procedures along the way so if you're just you know flying by the seat of your pants and you know oh, well, I remember I need to do this this way and that's that way you're just gonna be disorganized so if you really document your procedures and then when you say okay we've got these procedures in place now I can bring in someone I can hire them I can show them pr- the procedures I can show them the way that we've done it then it's pretty much training that person and letting them go, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm really I don't want to be breathing over every employee's back, you know, every day. I want to hire good, smart people, experienced people that know what they're doing and, you know, yeah, I can teach them some stuff, but I also want them to teach me stuff along the way, you know. I want to hire people that are smarter than me to help show me how to run the business instead of You know, vice versa.
0: Yeah. You know, it's very interesting that, you know, I I do agree with you. I think uh, that's smart to document your processes on the way, uh, procedures and processes, you know, as you go. I feel like more often than not, what a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck at is it's like they hold all that intellectual, you know, intellectual property or, you know, they, they hold all that information in their head. And, you know, they're trying to train people and they see turnover and then, you know, they get upset at the employee for not knowing what to do, but the employee doesn't, you know, the employee's not the expert like they are. And so when you do document those procedures, you know, and you document those processes, it does give you, equip you with you know, a a really incredible training tool that allows you to essentially show them one time what to do. If they have any other questions or concerns, they can, you know, default to those procedures and make this, you know, make decisions on their own without having to consult you. You know, that allows you to focus on, you know, bigger ideas.
1: Absolutely. And employees want, you know, as an employee, being, you know, an employee and obviously now a business owner, but when you're an employee, you know, you want to know what your expectations are, you know, what you know, what are your goals for me? Obviously, you set personal goals as well, but, um, you know, employees want to know what's expected from them and then hopefully go above and beyond that. So, you know, if you don't have a clear line of expectations for your employees, then they're going to fail and ultimately you may fail. So,
0: yeah, that's, that's incredible. You know, I always love hearing the story about how people got their first customer because like, Unless you have customers, you're not a business, right? It's just an idea. Can you share the story of, you know, how you and your brother you came up with floor, you know, like look, floor brothers painting, we're gonna do it. You know, how did you get your first customer, and how did that, and how was that? How was that experience?
1: So luckily with us, my brother, my partner in the business, he has um, got engaged to a gal from down around this area. So um, luckily, she had some friends and some family the referral to us um, that we were able to pick up our first few jobs so we started doing jobs for them and then they obviously started kind of referring us out and you know before we know it we had a little working capital to spend on some advertising and I'll never forget it we were able to put $800 aside and save for a full page ad in the newspaper and Man, after that ran, I think we got like 30 calls and we booked like 20 jobs off it, and that was just boom. <laughs> that that and start that, that started us. So
0: that's an amazing story. Yeah, yeah. how long ago was that?
1: Uh, that would have been about eight eight years ago. Really? Yeah. So ago. started out me and my brother painting. By that's ourselves. when people
0: actually read the newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot A lot has even changed in eight years, you know, you've yeah. still got that certain clientele that does enjoy picking up a newspaper and reading it, but...
0: See, my dad used to do um, blacktop paving, and I remember, at, you know, there's a point in his business where he would do, uh, like, an ad in the newspaper, he'd just do, like, the loose leaf papers in the newspaper, and he'd get 10, 15 calls, like, in a day and that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> so. No,
1: no it doesn't and that brings up a whole nother, you know, box of, you know, how do you advertise and market your company? You know, again, newspapers aren't, aren't the, you know, not everybody reads the newspaper anymore. People want to pick up their phone and, and get their information, their source of information. So um, there's still some of that, you know, with some of the smaller local newspapers that we really enjoy being a part of and supporting, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely changed.
0: The principles of marketing have never changed, but the medium or the way we consume content has changed. right? So like TV ads, I still think are like the number one most effective ads you can run. It's, a, it's cost prohibitive for a lot of people, but it's still very effective. Like, There's more money spent on TV right now than anything else, and that's very quickly changing. Um, a lot of people, though, don't watch TV. I, for one, do not have TV. Do you have TV? No. So we don't have TV, we're, we're kind of millennials, so we don't have TV, but we watch a lot of YouTube. So video ads are still very effective, but we don't consume content on TV anymore. we kind of switch to YouTube. You know? Yellow Pages, at one point, used to be, you know, that's how you found businesses. If I wanted to find a painting company, and I'd go to the Yellow Pages, and I would, you know, people are still searching for your business, but they're no longer searching through the Yellow Pages, they're searching Google. And if you're not running ads on Google AdWords, they're not going to find you. So you know, a lot of the principles are still there, it's just the mediums have changed. I think a lot of people get their news from social media now, and Facebook, and I think uh, you know that's a great place to be. You know, advertising your business. Are you doing any ads on Facebook right now?
1: Um. So not specifically right now. We have in the past, and moving forward, we'll probably look to do some. But we've created a really good following on our Facebook group. And again, it's all about the content that you put out there. You know, if you're just putting out blogs with useless data, you know, people aren't going to want to click on and read that, you know. I mean, we put pictures up of pretty much every single one of our projects. People are seeing our guys working and what we do, you know, going live on Facebook, stuff like that, you know. Um, I love to see the before
0: and after photos.
1: Yes, yes, before and after is big, but also knowing that, um, you know, we want to be fun and entertaining as well. So doing a $20 gift card giveaway for, you know, how many gallons of paint was used on this painting project, you know, or a funny ca- uh, caption contest, you know, or you give away a $20 Starbucks gift card or something, or use a local company, you know, gift card. to. Um, it's stuff like that. So, you know, using it to create value and also entertain and even, you know, you put out a, a funny or something, you know. Make it make it fun and also provide value. Because you got to
0: think too on those networks. Like people aren't there to, you know, really learn. It's not a learning network. It's an entertainment network. They're there to get entertained. And you know, if you can have entertaining content that also plugs your business, I think that's also an excellent idea to to generate buzz about your business.
1: Absolutely. Just anything that you can do to set yourself apart from the competition. You know, we don't want to be right you know, along with our competition, you know, we really want to dominate the market, and I feel like we've got, we've kind of staked our flag here and and really have a good hold on the market. We love our clients. We love continuing to grow, and um, it's been been a lot of, been a fun journey so far.
0: Now, Justin, what I found is that a lot of people get trapped in what I call the six-figure hamster wheel, where it's like, and it's usually with people who are in a self-employed business, and they don't have, you know, standard operating procedures and that sort of thing. They get, you know, stuck in this, you know, six-figure hamster wheel and they kind of plateau or you know they get they just get stuck can you explain a time where you got stuck in your business because I think a lot of people you know who are watching this video today they're probably stuck somewhere in their business can you share a time where you were stuck in your business and like what you had to do to kind of break through that so that you could continue to grow
1: I think back to a time when we were looking to hire more we were again kind of stuck we were stuck around like the half million dollar mark and it's like, okay, let's bust
0: out of the ceiling, you know, and let's get, to, let's get to seven figures. And- So would you say, sorry to interrupt you, no, but would sorry. you say like the plateau wasn't necessarily generating interest or generating new customers, it was just fulfillment? Would that, was, would you say that would be your plateau?
1: Yes, and I understand that it's different right. in all markets. I mean, obviously we're in home improvement. You know, if I'm selling a, a good to you, You know, a a cell phone to you, understand there's different variables and whatnot. But yeah, for us at the time, it was we want to grow. We know the market demand is there, but we need the people to help generate that income.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, Now, you know, I I also know (laughs) if you try to hammer a nail without a hammer, you know, just kind of pound on your fist, it's going to be hard, right? What tools do you use? to basically increase productivity and increase efficiency in your business. That way you can you know, continue to grow. And-
1: yeah, that's a, fanta- that's a fantastic question. We use a lot of apps. Um, you know, we could be you know, using paper to give our estimates or you know, using paper to give our work orders to our guys, but we use apps for pretty much everything. So we're a pretty much paperless, paperless company um, and we utilize a lot of, of apps within our companies you know Google Calendar Google Docs um, stuff like that to help uh, streamline our business and make it more more efficient you know people aren't waiting a week or several days on an estimate for us we're have our iPads out we're providing an estimate to you as soon as as soon as we're done so um, it's very quick it's very efficient and um, this day and age, people are wanting to, they're wanting to go online, buy something, boom, you show up, you know. So it's again, making it easier for the client from start to finish and providing what we call that perfect painting experience.
0: I think a lot of people, like you said, we live in kind of a, I want it now society. And a lot of people do not want to wait weeks to get a proposal. So I think by being able to present them a proposal very quickly. And be able to get to the job very quickly because you've been able to really, you don't have a backlog of work because you're very efficient, you're very productive. I think that not only helps you get more jobs, but also helps you, you know, fulfill faster. And I think that is what is important to help you, you know, scale to that seven figures. Absolutely. Now, you've mentioned, you've mentioned a lot about how valuable good employees are in your business. Can you, can you give us a secret to hiring a good employee?
1: So a lot of people just want generally when you're hiring, you need that warm body in that seat right now. And so people are quick to, you know, yes, you can find people. I mean, you can find people. People want to say all the time, I can't find people. You can, you can find people. Um, you're just not working hard enough um, to, fi- to find those people. But um, you've got this day and age, you have to hire off a character. So we hire off a character. And I can't teach you how to be respectful. I can't teach you how to show up on time. You know, I can't teach you how to, you know, not curse every other word. You know, that's stuff that you needed to learn a long time ago. You know, um, whereas I can teach you how to put paint on a roller or, or how to, you know, prep off an area. So you hire you for, character, for
0: character, train for skill. Absolutely, that is so incredible because I feel like. That's what a lot of people do not do. You know, they—that's the difference between Chick Fil A and McDonald's or Steak and Shake, for example. Absolutely. You know, Steak and Shake's really struggling. I don't know if you've been reading the, the newspapers or <laughs> just seeing it on social media, but they're really struggling. But if you go to Chick Fil A, I'm like the lines are huge, and I'm telling you, like the reason why people love Chick Fil A, like first of all, their food's good. It's good. I like it a lot. But it's just the it's quality chicken. people, the quality people they have there. I mean, when I say you know thank you they're always like oh it's my pleasure right so they hire really good quality people and i think if you can find people with you know lots of enthusiasm a very positive attitude you know hire for character and train for skill i think that's very smart
1: absolutely and the thing too is that you know there's sometimes you'll go in you know to a restaurant you order something and the person doesn't even say hi or you know or yeah how are you you know whereas you go to a chick-fil-a they're oh how are you you know and and how's your day they make you you feel
0: welcome they make you feel like you're part of something
1: and they care and they do care they truly care. and people
0: want to be cared for like they want to feel valued and i think that's one of the things that's really um, contributed a lot to chick-fil-a success a lot of people don't know where to start or you know they don't know who to look to for advice do you have a mentor like who's been a mentor to you and how they helped you, you know, be successful in your business.
1: Yeah, So, we have several mentors, but the one thing is is knowing your industry and how to get involved. Um, so, you know, for us being involved in, in the painting industry, there's several groups and painting-related, you know, networking groups that we can be a part of. So, through those networking groups and getting to know people, um, We've, you know, joined a mastermind group, and now we're a part of a mastermind group that's, you know, painting contractors around the nation, and, you know, we're able to bounce ideas off and stuff. And we have a mentor in there that, um, you know, has really helped us and helped get our business organized. And, um, you know, some of the other groups that we've been a part of, just people that, you know, have helped us grow our business and have helped us when we've, you know, had issues. And so that's that's really helped us. So it's just again, you've got to be proactive. You've got to get out there. You've got to find out what you know other successful people in your industry are doing, and then go a step above
0: that. So that's that's kind of what we've done. That's really great. What influencers? Um, what influencers do you follow for inspiration and guidance, and why do you follow? Them?
1: Uh, so my big one is definitely uh, Mr. Grant Cardone. So I love. Just he's a motivational person he's a let's 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 go get it done and you know get out of the way I'm coming through so I really enjoy following him for just that motivation um, and then also um, I really like following Darren Hardy he's another good one just a good inspirational person that um, you know just puts a lot of good content out there um, so yeah, one more person yeah, absolutely I mean Bobby Hicks okay. come on <laughs> No, um, I really like Gary Vaynerchuk as well. I mean, again, he's just, you can kind of see the type of people I like, you know, just uh, let's get shit done, you know, let's get it done, you know.
0: Listen, you can plan forever, but if you don't put any action behind that, you're never going to get anywhere, right? And I always always like to make the analogy, like I'm kind of a a bigger guy, and I suck at sports. Like I I am terrible at sports, right? But there's a game called knockout. You ever played knockout? And I used to play knockout all the time. But I'm telling you, my chubby little butt would win every single knockout game, because I would just hustle as hard as I could. I'd be out of breath, but I just, I would not even, I'd shoot the free throw, and I'd miss every single time. But my, I'd run up there, and I'd grab the ball, and I'd just keep making layups until I finally got it. And it's that hustle, man, I think, that really drives. It's perseverance. It's the hustle. Because you don't have to do everything 100% correctly. you just got to have determination. you got to have perseverance. And you got to put some action behind it. Because we're all going to fail. <laughs> we're all going to make mistakes. But if you learn from those mistakes, you can correct those. And as long as you have the action behind it, it's always going to be driving you forward. So that's really great. So, Justin, if you had to share the single greatest secret to your success the thing that gets you the most gains in your business what would that be
1: boy i would have to say just being persistent like uh, it might sound like a canned answer but persistence for us has just you know has really been able to take our business to the next level like you know there's in fact, I'm even thinking about some ways that we're wanting to grow our business right now, and those doors might seem to be shut right now. But I'm gonna keep being persistent until that door opens and I get a foot inside of it. You know, so yeah. Again, for us, it's just be you know being persistent, being cons- consistent with your persistency. Um, yeah. Again, it sounds simple, but until you get in it. Um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of hard work, and yeah, man, just be pers- be persistent and um, just don't give up.
0: Would you say that you're a person who is really committed to growth, committed to learning, committed to education? How has that played a part in your success as well?
1: It's it's uh, yeah, it's definitely played a, a big part um, in our success. You know, in fact, I was. You know, listening to an, an Audible book on the way in here, and I like to call it, you know, like my 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 truck or my Automobile University. You know, man, <laughs> I have learned so much. You know, by just again, how how much time during the day are you behind the wheel of the vehicle? We well, use that to learn and grow. You know, I'm behind the you know the the wheel of you know my truck quite a bit, and. Obviously, thankfully, now you've got audible books, um, you know, that you can listen to and stuff like that. So, you know, little stuff like that—it's just kind of that compound effect, you know, of little things that you do that turn into um, big things. Um, you know, it's not just audible books, but it's also, you know, some of the the networking groups that we're a part of. You know, we're constantly learning new things and getting tied with people, new people that um, you know have helped us grow. And again, just Taking our business to the next level.
0: Yeah, I think one of the ways that you can really accelerate your success is to invest in yourself through education. You know, find people who have already done what you're wanting to do, have who have been successful at it, and invest in whatever training that they provide, or just learn from them and finding those good mentors. So that's a really great way to accelerate their success. Based on, and I, I know you said you like to read a lot of books. What has been your favorite book so far? and what would you recommend as the best book for you know our viewers today to read on the other side of that screen?
1: Oh boy, I've got a long list but one that floats to the top pretty quick is uh, The Power of Full Engagement. Um, I think it's Jim Lair and Tony Schwartz I think, don't quote me on that, but yeah just the name in and of itself, The Power of Being Fully Engaged.
0: Well Justin, thank you so much for coming on today's episode of Disruptors. I really appreciate You know, you sharing your success story and the insights that you've had in your business. Now, if we have people here in the Indianapolis area who are looking to actually get some residential commercial painting done, how can they contact you?
1: Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of us would be to go to our website, florabrotherspainting.com. You can learn a little bit more about us there, and, and you can also... Uh, Book a time that works best for you and your schedule um, to do an estimate. So, we actually have a whole uh, calendar there of our estimate schedule. Um, So, again, you can pick a time that works best for you and and we'll be there. Uh, Also, you can call us, good old fashioned uh, telephone, 317 447 5227, or you can email us, uh, info at florabrotherspainting.com. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Justin. I
0: appreciate your time today. All right, guys, if you want to watch more episodes of Disruptors, make sure you go to bobbyhicks.net forward slash Disruptors. There we're going to have all of our full episodes for you to watch and indulge. And that wraps up this episode of Disruptors. Thank you for watching.